Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Luke Who's Watching Today. Uh, oh, well, in this episode, I'm going to be talking about the world's best Christmas movie. It is better than a Santa Claus. It is better than Die Hard. It is better than, what's that? Is it like a miracle on 36th? Oh, I don't know, whatever. It's better than The Grinch. It's better than all of them. It is the original Lethal Weapon. Yes, and now let me tell you why, before I get into uh, the film, why this is a Christmas movie. Because at the start of the film, there are fucking carols being played, right? It is an opening. It is an opening. It is a Christmas movie. It is set off straight from the bloody start, right? And at the end, it is obviously Christmas Day or Christmas, yeah, Christmas Day, Christmas um, evening or whatever, because Murtaugh or Roger says to Riggs, come on in for some shit turkey. And Riggs is like, yeah, sure. It is a Christmas film. There are Christmas lights everywhere. Roger and family have a tree up. It is a, this is a Christmas film. Now... However, it's not about Christmas, so it isn't actually a Christmas movie. However, let's get into it. So as I mentioned at the start, there we have some jazzy Christmas carols, and there's like a law and order, you know, friggin' tracking across uh, downtown LA. Let me just make a note here, because I said an expletive at the start there. I said, fuck. Um, if I didn't, I said it just then. So let me make a note to mark this movie, sorry, to mark this review in my notes as X. Explicit, because I said a naughty word. Cool. Now, let's get into it. Um, Yeah, so you're like, it's, you know, friggin' Christmas carols, and it's like a law and order shit happening at the start. And then we see some tits, because there is a um, uh, lassie who is, she's in like a high-rise hotel apartment thing, and uh, she's proper cooked, absolutely off it. Uh, she has a line, and then she, like, falls off the edge. She fall, or was she pushed? I mean, we see her fall, but it could be an illusion. Anyway, so somebody's dead. Um, Yeah, what a way to start a movie. Anyway, and then we see Roger. I'm not going to say Roger, because uh, I don't like using the word murder. Oh, yeah, also, you know who's in this film? Let me have a look. Lethal Weapon, 1987. It has Mel Gibson as Martin Riggs, Danny Glover as Roger Murtaugh, Gary Busey, the Buse, as uh, Joshua, uh, Mitchell Ryan, he's like he's like the main goon, um, Tom Adkins, Michael uh, Hunsucker, uh, Trish Murtaugh is uh, Darlene Love, uh, Tracy Wolf, oh, she's the oldest uh, Murtaugh daughter and uh yeah the children and that's i mean that's sort of about who's the um who's the guy who's like the captain i feel like i've seen him in cop cop police police psycho captain ed murphy steve can because i feel like have you ever seen that movie um what's it called eddie murphy's in it it's called like something like um I've completely forgotten. Metro or something. There's like a the guy who the captain is in that. It's not the same guy. Okay, he's been in a bit of stuff. Nothing since two thousand six. 
there you go. 1930. I mean, he's, jeez, he's old. Anyway, so, yeah, that's Lethal Weapon, 1987. Uh, classic. Now, my when I was at school, when I was at uh, college, my teacher, he was like classic Mel. Mel at his best, Lethal Weapon. And i got to say, it's decent, it's decent Gibson. Um, anyway, yeah, so we see the Law & Order opening. We see somebody dead. Um, and then it cuts to Murtov. I just got to call him Roger. Um, at at home, he's in the bath, and it's his birthday. Yeah, and he has a beard, but he shaves it off, so he then has a mustache, which I'm okay with. The Mozza, it's solid. Anyway, and then we see uh, we see Martin Riggs. We meet Riggs, and he's hungover. Classic Riggs. Um, and then, you know, there's like, a, a, it's depicts sort of, I guess, like a day of, of them being just themselves in their police work. So, you know, Riggs goes on a call, guns down a guy. Um, Riggs kills several people. I mean, I reckon like maybe 15 minutes, 10 to 15 minutes into the film, Riggs has gunned down at least two people. Um yeah, because he goes to like a shooty or like a sniper situation and he just shoots the guy and then he goes to like a drug bust, kills a couple of people there. Um, he kills somebody else, you know, and it's just Riggs, he's a loose cannon. Absolute uh, loose cannon. Now... But, uh, Roger, on the other hand, he's just like you know doing cop shit. So he turns up actually at the scene, at the crime or the scene where we where the woman has um, we see it start die. Now straight away conflict of interest because he has a personal relationship with the uh, victim's father, so he should automatically be off this case, but he's not because it's a film. And I don't care about those sort of rules. I don't care about them. Um, and then there's a bit of a, there's a scene where, because we know, I think watching it, you know, Riggs has got some problems and there's a scene where he just, he's got to do it. He's got to do himself in. And it's like, I don't know how I feel watching it. It's, It's heavy. It's heavy stuff. But I'd have to say Mel being such a, a guy himself uh, does a does a good job, actually. Mel is a great Riggs. I don't know who else could be Riggs at that point. In like 1987, who would you cast as Martin Riggs? Who else could you have? You need somebody who's like rugged and, I don't know, just off it, Martin Riggs. Mel Gibson. Imagine, like, um, what's his name? That guy from the, the space movies, and then he was that... Um, Joan, Harrison Ford. Imagine him as Riggs. <laughs> wow. Anyway, so the, the the interest... So we have an interesting meeting between Riggs and... Now, Riggs... Um, it's interesting because the, the police psychologist... Right, there is a difference between a psychiatrist and a psychologist. 
Now, psychiatrists, I believe, can administer medication where psychologists don't. If I've got that right, a friend of mine is one of those two, the one that can't administer medication. Anyway, so this, the woman's talking to the captain, going like, Riggs is, is loose cannon, he's going to go off. And the and the captain's like, yeah, whatever, get out of my face, lady. Like, just shut up and listen to what she's got to say. Take her seriously and do some appropriate shit. Not be like, oh, yeah, fuck, yeah, what, yeah. Oh, if she goes off and it's on my friggin' watch, oh, good on you. Like, get over yourself, mate. Christ. Anyway, now we see, I've just gotten written here, goon stuff. Oh, yeah. So... When Riggs and Roger first meet, I skipped that bit, but uh, Riggs, he just comes in to the office and Roger's there doing police stuff, and I've got a yawn, sneeze, I don't know, I'm making, oh, 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 it's over. And he's, Riggs, he's just, you know, doing whatever, leaning up against the desk. He gets his gun out for some reason, and uh, Roger's like, it's a gun! And he goes to, like, tackle Riggs. But because Riggs is... knows um, Taekwondo or whatever, he just stitches up old Rog. Stitches him up like an absolute kipper. And then we just see him, like, being mates uh, in a garage while they're going to a vehicle... Their patrol, their detective car, which is like a Pontiac or something. And um, he's like, yeah, you've got crazy rigs. And Riggs is like, yeah, whatever. No, he doesn't really care. Um, and then, yeah, we see some, I've got here goon stuff. I'm just trying to think what goon stuff that is. Uh, we probably see Busey and the other guy. Oh, Gaz Busey. Oh, they're at the, they're at the club. And I don't know, I can't remember what happens. I'm really sorry about that. Anyway, goon things happen. Now, yeah, I've got here, Roger is too involved, right? He's just, yeah, because he knows, I think he makes a call to the, oh no, they go and see the girl's, the dead girl's father. And he's like, yeah, fucking kill him for me, Rog. Yeah, fuck, do him. And he's, and he's like, yeah, whatever. And I'm just like, mate, Roger, you're too involved. Get off this case. You should go to your skipper and be like, I'm too involved in this. And he'll be like, yeah, well, I'm going to take you down to traffic while Riggs tidies it up. Solved. I feel like this is going to be a pretty quick episode. I'm rolling through it, but, I mean, it's 10 minutes in, whatever. Anyway. Yeah, anyway, so then they go to a call, and there's a jumper. Riggs saves the jumper, which is in mildly comical fashion. No, it's not really that comical. But anyway, he climbs up on, he's like, Riggs is like, oh, let me talk to him. And Roger's like, oh, you've, you trained? And Riggs is like, oh, I've done it before. So he isn't, because he doesn't say who he is. Anyway, so Riggs gets up on the roof of this guy, gets on the ledge with him, and he's like, oh, yeah, just take it easy. What are you doing? Oh, you know, cool your tits, whatever. And he's like, oh, how about you have a smoke? And then he pulls a Swifty and he handcuffs the guy to himself. And he's like, so if you jump now, um, you'll take me. You don't want to be a killer. Great move. And the guy's just like, oh, you're fucking crazy. You're off your tits. And Riggs is like, yeah, whatever. 
Um, and then they jump off, but plot twist, there is a big, like, inflatable bag thing they, they land on. Oh, also, I had this thought. When Riggs was having his moment earlier on, when we first sort of meet Riggs, and he's having his moment, and he has, like, has his gun in his mouth, and he's, like, going to shoot himself and all this stuff, I thought to myself, if you're in a theatre in 1987 and you're watching this, if you have half a brain, surely you can figure out Mel's not going to die. Because if you've gone to see this film and the poster's like Lethal Weapon starring Mel Gibson and Danny Glover, Mel Gibson isn't going to be dead within 10 minutes of the film starting, right? Surely not. And I assume movie trailers were a thing. So if you've seen the trailer and you... Like there's a, there's a quip or some like sick burn or some or there's even a scene with them two together. If you have got to the point of a film um, where Riggs is like oh, I'm gone I'm like I'm done, and there hasn't been a scene with the two characters together, and you're like oh that was in the trailer, you know, you're a better bloody detective than these two guys. You'd be like Riggs ain't going to die because shit I've seen in the trailer hasn't happened yet. So, you know, there you go. Detective work. Cool. So now what happens? Riggs solved, no, Riggs saved a jumper. And him and Roger have a conversation. And I don't know, Roger's like, oh, here's me gun. And Riggs is like, I'll do it. Going all crazy. And then Riggs is like, oh, star, don't do it because of a job, right? It's a job, man. It's a job. So they have like a bit of a moment. It's not really a moment. It's like Riggs like, I'm off me tits. And uh, Roger's like, you're off your tits. And it doesn't really go anywhere. So classic movie stuff. Uh, Yeah. Oh, and then they get a tip or they they go and like they go to, where are they? They get a tip. How do they get the tip? Maybe they... I can't remember. Maybe they find out who was paying for the woman's um, apartment. I honestly can't remember. I'm not sure. But anyway, they get some information and they go to a drug... They go to a house to ask the guy some questions. Anyway, they just, they just drive in. Conveniently. It's like Beverly Hills Cop stuff. This is... act Now, this is... That's a good way to describe this film. It's like Beverly Hills Cop, except... A buddy cop. What? Yeah, I guess. Anyway. So they go in, they see some girls packaging up some gear at his house, and then some goon just opens on them. Roger shoots the guy in the leg, and he says a bit, he's like to Riggs, oh, you see, I shot him in the leg, so I can ask him questions, because I don't shoot, you know, whatever, like he's some friggin' awesome guy. Um. Anyway, yeah, Riggs handcuffs the two girls to like a tree, goes over, and they start to question, sort of, the guy that Roger shot. As Riggs is getting him up, the guy has a gun, and he goes, he's like, oh, I don't know what his plan is. Like, you're done at that point, surely. Right? Just give it up, mate, in your Hawaiian shirt or whatever he's wearing. Um, Anyway, 
So now here's an interesting thing. The guy that they shoot, he's near a pool. Now the pool, it has a cover on it. Now I saw it and I thought the, there's a, the cover, the pool has a cover for a reason. Because how many times have you ever watched a film where they're near a swimming pool and it has a cover on it? Zero times. So I thought to myself, even though I have seen this movie before, I did think to myself, the the cover, there's a cover on the pool for a reason. And the guy, after he tries to shoot Roger, Riggs sort of like puts a couple of rounds into him and he lands on the plastic, which is like floating on the water like the colour, and it all like sucks him together and he starts to drown i suppose anyway so they jump into try and getting out don't do it so there's another guy dead in this film like half an hour 45 minutes in there's at least three deaths riggs has been involved in all three of them how is riggs even still working surely like this he like uh, take his gun put him on the front desk take his get him off the streets take his gun right Put him down in the garage or something where he's in charge of the fucking cars or get him on the bloody front desk. He can do, like, reception. Jesus. The administration. Like, if you ever watch a police movie, the lack of administration where they're not taking, like, loose cops off the street. Jeez. You can't, like... Wow. Wow. So somebody else is dead. Then, right, now Riggs, Roger and Riggs go, um, Roger takes Riggs back to his house. And uh, so Riggs has dinner with the family. Um, and they just have a bit of family time. And Roger's daughter has, uh, his oldest daughter has the hots for Riggs. And um, it's interesting because he has the daughter, the oldest daughter. She's like 16, 17, okay, 15. Solidly mid-teens, right? Now, he has two other kids, which are like six. Why the gap? It's interesting. The huge gap in between the children's ages is... Like, he doesn't have three of a similar age, he has one that is at least 10 years older than the other two whom are of a similar age. I don't know. How do children work? I'm not sure. Like as in, how do you decide? You have a kid and you've had it for 10 years and you're like, ah, we could get another, like, we'll get another one. You know, let's have another kid and then you have another, uh, yeah, okay. So the age, it's not like, say, the oldest daughter, the oldest kid, she's... 15, 16, right? If there was a, if there was the other two kids were like 12, 13, maybe 10, I can cope with that. But they've got to be at least five. Like they're, they're five or six. I'll say seven. Uh, anyway, while well, the gap in the age, I'd bad answers on that as well. Um, yeah, anyway, so they just, they just, and then there's a bit of stuff, bit of scenes, a few scenes, there's just like cop talk happening, a bit of cop talk, um, I think they're at the shooting range, and there's just a bit of cop talk, you know, Roger's doing his 
Dirty Harry or his Dirty Roger thing where he like does a thing with his neck and he's like does a quick draw, which isn't really that quick, and fires off his revolver. Now here's the thing with a revolver. He just goes bang, 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 fires it. He, if you are firing a revolver, you have to pull back the trigger after you've fired a round. Now, Riggs, of course, has an automatic, so he can just go bang, 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 bang. You can't do that, Roger. You have to pull the hammer back every time you want to fire your six-shooter. Okay? Surely. Surely. Because it's bullets in a barrel. You've got to pull the hammer back every time you want to fire your firearm. Uh, I'm not an expert on guns, but I'm pretty sure... You've got to do that, right? Um, cool. Anyway, so then they go and see the victim's father because they're sort of figuring out there's a bit more to it. So Roger's like, give me the goss, and the guy's like, ah, some dodgy pricks are fielding loot through me bank or whatever, something like that, I don't know. And a helicopter, like, comes seemingly from nowhere, shoots the guy, okay, now, here's the thing. Riggs is outside in, like, a garden where there's, um, there's like, a wedding or something. Like, there's other people there. There's, like, a wedding or some shit happening. The old guy and Roger are in a office. Conveniently, I guess, at the, well, it's probably at the back. At whatever. In a convenient spot for if you want to use a helicopter and a sniper situation to... Um, Shoot somebody? Yeah. Anyway, so the guy gets killed by uh, Gaz Busey. Riggs then unloads his gun into the helicopter, changes out a magazine, unloads that as well, while the helicopter's just flying off. Not sure. I mean, I guess I understand what he's trying to achieve, but does he actually really think that he can do that? You know, shoot wildly at at a helicopter. He's like, ah, I mean... I'll probably surely he's hitting it or not. I don't know. Anyway, so Busey gets away. Murtov, Tov, what's his name? Roger, all of a sudden ends up outside next to Riggs while he's firing. Takes him like two seconds apparently to get outside. The other guy's dead. Scandal. What happens next? Well, things. Oh, yeah, Riggs unloads into the helicopter. Right, now, things hit now go up a notch. So the main bad guy, which is like fucking Richard Gere. Um, yeah, going to call him that. He's on the phone or whatever to Gaz Busey, and Gaz Busey's like, yeah, the guy, he's out of it, but he's told... I don't know how they know they're cops, honestly. But anyway, he's like, oh, he's told some coppers. So the, the goons apparently, or the bad guys apparently find out who Riggs is, who um, Roger is, where Roger lives. Now, Riggs lives in a caravan, so they don't... I guess he has no fixed address. I don't know, but it's 1987. Would he still get paychecks in the mail? Or how did payroll work for LAPD in 1987? He might have a P.O. box. But then they could stake the P.O. box out and follow him. That could work. That could work. Hmm. Yeah. Anyway. Now, at some point, I think it's before the victim's father is killed, 
uh, Riggs, not Riggs, Roger gets a saucy tape of the victim and like their high school yearbook as well. Yeah, anyway, that's one for the chads out there. Right, okay, so things get a bit personal. So Riggs, he's asking around... Oh, because there's a, there's a bit where they go to see... What's her name? Dixie, who is the woman who found the murder victim. Now, they pull up at their house, and there's some kids, and they're like, oh, you got a bus, Vixie? Dixie? Anyway, her house gets blown up. Riggs finds a device, and he's like, oh, yeah, this is military shit, high-quality stuff. Like, but high quality ass. Um, and the kid, they talk to a kid, and he's like, "Yeah, the kid's got a tattoo, like Riggs. Riggs has got a some sort of friggin' special forces tattoo." I didn't write any of this down because I guess that's where they were doing the cop stuff. You know, general investigation that takes place during a murder murder investigation didn't seem important, but anyway, that's happened. Uh, yeah, so anyway, now, Riggs, just later on the same day, I'd assume, Riggs is talking to, um, I don't know, he's talking to some corner worker, and they're like, oh, geez, he's asking her questions. Anyway, car comes from nowhere, shoots Riggs. He then, of course, goes through a window because it's a film. The, I don't know, the person he's talking to disappear, disappears? I don't know where she, I don't know where the fuck she went. Um, so Riggs is quote unquote dead, except he actually isn't, but they're like, oh, the goons are going to think he's dead, right? Genius. And actually Gary Busey calls LAPD and asks them, oh yeah, I'm Gary Busey from KLPGMZH News. Uh, can you tell me about a officer involved shooting earlier? And the cop's like, yeah, Martin Riggs was killed. Um... And then gets a phone and has like a shit-eating grin on his face. The cop, that is not, not, um, abuse. Um, anyway, cool. So they, they get into the car and there's a, there's a radio message and, um, it turns out that like Roger's daughter's boyfriend has been, I don't know, killed or something. She's been kidnapped. So then we get into a classic, like, uh, like, you know, We'll call you with details, type thing. Anyway, so they go to they go to um, Roger's house, and um, that's cool. Go to Roger's house, goes inside, you know, whatever. Phone call, yeah, me to see you, blah blah blah. Classic scenes. Next day, during all of a sudden in a desert, right? They're in a desert. Riggs gets out of Roger's car, runs across the desert with his gun. Fine. Roger parks in like a nondescript, wide open deserty space. And what a couple of vehicles and a helicopter come, and there's like the classic, you know, showdown type thing. I don't know. Roger has a grenade, which is a smoke grenade. Yep. And there's like a conversation, like, oh, you know, I'll fucking blow us all up. And the guy's like, yeah, you're done. You're done. Riggs is gone. It's just you. Look at all these guns we've got. You're out of it, Rog. And you know, Busey's like, says stuff. Anyway, so what happens? Roger drops his his gas bomb. Rig starts shooting. The daughter gets it. There's like a limo. She gets in it, drives off. Okay. To get out of there. Like, right. Anyway, so Richard gear, it's not Richard gear. 
let me just be clear of that. It's not Richard Gere. But when I first saw him, I was like, what the fuck, Richard Gere? Yes, I mean, it's Richard Gere. It's not Richard Gere. The general, oh, Mitchell Ryan, he apparently all of a sudden is like standing next to Riggs when Riggs is laying down sniping and he's like, you're done, Riggs? And Riggs is like, yeah, whatever. Gives it up. Um, Then the helicopter, there's a helicopter there, takes off, chases down the limo slightly dramatically, but I don't know why the girl, she's just driving in a straight line. You're like, do some swerves, just jazz it up, babe, get out of there. But she doesn't. So they all get captured again. Uh, and then we see a bit of saucy torture happen. So Riggs is like strung up underneath a dripping tap. And some guys, I think he's Korean, uh, he has a battery. He has like a trolley. It's got a car that has a battery on it. Jump leads, and he has like a sponge right on the end of his jump leads. And he gives he gives Riggs a bit of a, a bit of jazz. And Gary Busey's like, "Oh, tell us what you know about our shipment of gear." And Riggs is like, "Just call it heroin, mate." And the guy and Busey's like, "So what do you know?" And Riggs is like, "Fucking nothing." So he gets his balls shock, shock, shuck, shicked, shocked. And uh, then Murtog, why am I saying that? Roger's just getting, he's just getting thumped. Um, they put a bit of salt on him, I guess is what it is. And then they bring out the daughter. I don't know what their plan is with her. Don't know. Nothing really else. Like they sort of, she's like tied up and they just sort of like hook her up over like a big tap thing. So she's just sort of there. Anyway, plot twist, Riggs escapes. Then all of a sudden finds his way from wherever he is into the same room as where Roger and daughter is. And a few more people get gunned down. The main goons escape. And then Riggs, like... They're free, right? They go through... Oh, right. So this... I don't get this. So we're in like... It's like a warehouse situation. Something you'd expect down the docks, okay? Then they go from the warehouse into the Goons Club and then from the Goons Club onto quite a busy street in downtown LA, I guess. All of a sudden, it's like Vegas or some shit. Anyway, so, yeah, Riggs chases Busey. Um, yeah, Riggs chases Busey on foot, mainly, even though Busey's in a car, drives off. Now, there's an interesting bit where, what happens? Now, Busey's car, Riggs is shooting it up. Busey's car catches on fire. Now, he is driving under a bridge. Now, what he should have... this is I was watching this. I was like, you should have done this, Buse. What he should have done was stopped under the bridge, got out of his car, hijacked another vehicle, drove off, and Riggs probably wouldn't really know because Riggs, Riggs, he's like on foot, right? And Busey's car is on fire. So it's quite obvious to tell what car Busey's in. So he, when Buse got under the bridge, or like the overpass, underpass, he should have stopped, got out, 
got into another vehicle, pissed off. But anyway, what he does, he crashes his car, gets out, nicks some guy's Audi, drives off, and the guy's like, there's like a crappy Asian sort of accent. He's like, I steal my car, like that, and just like, fuck, righto. Anyway, so that's fine. Now, Richard Gere, one of these goons are in like a garage, must be a side alley, and then they come out of his garage conveniently. Conveniently, Roger is just staggering around in this alley, sees the car, does his dirty Harry slash dirty Roger routine, kills the driver, the car then goes out onto the street, gets hit by a bus, flips over, catches on fire, and I think it just burns. I don't think it blows up. Anyway, by that time... Riggs is back, and he's like, oh, Busey got away, and they're like, he's like, what do you, righto. So then they go to, they go to Roger's house. We're wrapping it up, not much left. They go to Roger's house, and so Busey shoots a couple of cops that are on the street. Interesting, Busey has a machine gun, right, or like an automatic weapon. Now, when he kills the two cops, he has like a, he has a handgun, don't know where he had that. I guess he was carrying. I mean, I guess he was carrying it all the time. He might have had it down his pants, possibly, because Riggs loves to shove his gun down his. Like we see Riggs at the start of the film. He's there, like his gun is a. Revol- I'm sure he loads it, shoves shoves it at the barrel in his pants. Classic. Classic Riggs, classic Riggs. Anyway, then. Um. Yeah, so Busey shoots up Riggs' front door, goes in, sees a note on the Christmas tree going, ha ha, nobody here, bad guy, just cops or some shit. Then all of a sudden, a police car ends up through Roger's front window into his uh, lounge room, right? And I'm like, that is an escalation of events. That is an escalation. Uh, and then... Riggs is there and he's like, yeah, you were born, bitch. And anyway, so then Riggs and Busey just, they just have a fucking wrestle on the front lawn. I Like, why? I don't really, honestly, I don't, it's just, I don't really get it. It's not even like a man-off situation. They're just grinding on each other and flipping each other. It's, anyway, what? So they're just like going for it. And, um... Yeah. Roger's like to all the other cops, fucking stay back. Um, Riggs and the other guy just, yeah, grinding on it. And it's like, okay, cool. There you go. And the films, that's sort of it. Like, it's not really much left. Um, you know, there's a typical sort of, they get patched up. Anyway, next day, we see, I guess it's the next day, I don't know. Back to the house, it's all boarded up. Actually, it's the next evening, I guess. It wouldn't be the same evening. Nah, must be the next evening. Like, the house is boarded up. Family's back. Riggs goes to the door. He gives a bullet. Now, the oldest daughter answers the door. Martin gives her a bullet, and he's like, that's for your dad. She's like, oh, it's a bullet. And he's like, yeah, he'll get it, because... After Riggs saved the jumper, 
they went into like Roger took him into a I don't know taco place and he's like you're off your tits Riggs fucking kill yourself and Riggs is like yeah I've thought about it and I've even got a bullet for the occasion and he shows him so he was like giving what's his name Roger the bullet um anyway so the cute daughter who wants Riggs she's like do you want to come in and he says oh yeah nah I'll go so Riggs goes Roger comes out and he's like fucking Riggs they have a talk Riggs goes inside with Martin anyway and Riggs goes in with Martin no Riggs goes in he Riggs joins the family and he now this this bit mate this bit so Riggs says to Roger, can I bring a friend? And Roger's like, whatever. So Riggs does a little, you know, a little whistle. He conveniently has the passenger side door. Yep, that's passenger side door of his ute, you'd say truck of his, I think it's a GMC, of his vehicle open. His dog comes out, which we've, we've met dog, we've met the dog earlier in the film. Dog comes out, runs, goes inside the house. Now, does this mean, how's this worked? Has Riggs pulled up, he's gotten out of his side of the car, walked around, opened up the dog's door, gone to obviously make a quick delivery of handing Roger the bullet and he's going to leg it. Why has he got the door open? Has he pulled up, maybe he has climbed over, got out of the car on the passenger side? So, I mean, he's parked illegally, has he? Um, I was trying to think. No, he hasn't. He hasn't parked. He's parked legitimately, but he's like, I don't want to get out street side. I want to get out onto the footpath. So has he climbed over and gotten out of the passenger side? So he's on the footpath. He's, but it's a, it's a quiet suburban street. There's no cars. There's no other traffic. It's late. Like it's dark. It's got to be at least eight thirty. Like eight o'clock. Come on. I mean, it's. 9.30s are dark outs. I can't tell because I've closed my window. But, you know, like here, daylight savings time, right? Nine-ish, about nine, 9.30 sometimes. That's like it's it's dark. So it's pretty dark when Riggs is at the Rogers' house. So it's got to be 10 o'clock on that basis, hasn't it? Like it's late. What's he doing? Why is his door open? I mean, it's, it's open for comic. Like it's open because the movie needs it to be. Okay. Anyway, whatever. That's Lethal Weapon, the first one. The best Christmas movie. Now, I thought this was Lethal Weapon 2 for a moment because I was like, where's the bomb on the toilet scene? Because, of course, I think it's Lethal Weapon 2. Yes, Roger goes to the shitter. He sits down. There's a bomb. If he gets off, it's going to blow his ass off. And I was like, where is the bomb on the toilet, under the toilet, on the toilet seat, whatever. It never came. So as a result, I'm going to uh, give Lethal Weapon, the first one, three and a half toilet rolls. Because I was I was texting somebody, actually, and I said, they made a quip, I have five toilet rolls. And I said, if the bomb, when the bomb scene comes, when the bomb in the toilet scene comes, it's four. It's got to be four. But I can't give it a four because it never came. So it's three and a half. That's the one with diplomatic immunity, isn't it? 
and he drops the crate on a guy. He's like, oh, diplomatic immunity. Like, what is the point of like a one-liner burn when there's nobody, whatever. Um, yeah, so there you go. Now, let's just let's just imagine this for a second. If I'm sure LAPD followed proper protocol and we're like, Roger, you, you're too involved with this. You know the victim. You know the victim's father. You're off the case. The movie's over. It's, it's done. The movie's finished. It's over. Also, if I remember correctly, I don't know if we... The crime, actually, I don't think is actually solved or the original murder's not actually solved. They just so they just stumble into like a drug crime and solve that instead, despite the fact of homicide cops that would have gone to drug squad. I mean, lack of interdepartmental cooperation. They're sacked. They're gone. I'd give them a good. Oh, jeez! If I was like the captain, I would be roasting Roger and Riggs all the time. All the time. Anyway, everybody, that is it for this one. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll see you in, well, I won't see you. Hopefully, you'll hear me in the new year when I talk about, I don't know, something. I don't have, what is a New Year's film? Is there a film set around New Year's? I think there's a really crap one. I don't know what it's called. Bradley Cooper in it? I don't know. Anyway, I'm not sure. But if there's a New Year's film, or a film set around New Year's, let me know, and I'll see if I can watch it, and I can talk about that for January. Anyway, if not, um, I'll just dig up something from my collection. Um, <laughs> anyway, everybody, hope you enjoyed the um, episode. If you did, of course, don't forget to like and subscribe and all that jazz, and I will catch you in the next episode. Bye.